this is part of the mini-series on resilience and particularly we are discussing about focus. In this episode we are going to talk about goals. My name is Gianluca Cinque Palmi, you are listening to GLC Live, my podcast dedicated to business design. I'm an educator, design entrepreneur and best-selling author. This show... I challenge designers, creatives and entrepreneurs to unravel the complexities between business and design. In this episode, goals. What do we know exactly about goals? So I've been thinking a lot about this topic. And despite the... (laughs) the amount of knowledge that that I tried to develop and all the things that I studied I you know I filled hundreds of pages of notebooks about goals and objectives and I tried to study techniques and anything that I could on the topic and yet when it came to the actual execution of this goal I was not efficient or I was not effective. I, I didn't actually manage to achieve this goal. Uh, and I realized I'm not alone. <laughs> so why so many people fail to to actually achieve goals? If you read online or, or if you just look about pretty much any study, uh, you will see that something like 3% of the population actually set goals and less than 1%. Uh, writes them down and there was this apparently um, university study that says that 98% of the people that uh, set New Year's resolutions don't actually achieve them. So, <laughs> so I don't know if the study is correct and I tried to look on online about it but I couldn't find a uh, study that I could cite so <laughs> just leave it uh, like that. But why is that? Why is it possible that so many people don't actually set goals and don't necessarily know how to achieve them? In my opinion, there are several reasons. One is uh, frustration. So once you try to set the goal and you try to achieve the goal, you don't really succeed, so you you become frustrated very easily. Sometimes it's ignorance, and ignorance in the sense that you don't know how to to achieve or or how to go about. Sometimes it's naiveness, which means you don't think this is important, or we don't think this is important. Sometimes it's fear, because <laughs> if you write down your your goals you might even actually achieve it and then you have to work hard towards it because if you write it write them down and and you set your mind into something so sometimes we are afraid also to achieve whatever we want to achieve or better we are afraid of not achieving what we want to achieve so we try to quit and give it up altogether but most of the time in my opinion is confusion is not understanding how goals are structured and not understanding how goals are developed and not understanding what can we actually do to achieve this kind of goals. And the next point is, so, so why is it setting goals so important? Why, why do we think that 
achieving goals is so important? Well, the reality is that if we don't set goals for ourselves, if we don't take controls of our goal, of our life, somebody else will. So somebody else will set goals for us. Let me explain with this point. What do I mean? I mean the society will set goals for us. Our boss will set goals for us. Our company will set goals for us. The people surrounding us will set goals for us. This naiveness that I said, uh, that I talked before, uh, that is, uh, oh, it's okay, I, I don't need to set goals. In reality, this this is the point. <laughs> so we are naive thinking that, oh, if I don't set goals, I don't have to stick to that plan. But the reality is is the opposite, is that when we don't set this kind of goals, other people will. The society will, they will decide what to wear, how much money we should make, when do we have to pay taxes, when do we have to go in vacation, where do we have to go in vacation because that's the hype place to go, what kind of clothing we need to wear and therefore how much money we need to make, etc., etc. What I would like to do today is try to break this vicious cycle and try to figure out how can we take control of our lives and actually learn how to break them down and, and let's say just, just a little bit to, to understand a little bit better the concept and the topic of goal setting. So if we do a simple research online, you might find out this, this interesting formula, right? So if you just Google how to set gold, you will find out the famous smart formula. And they say, uh, you know, a, a goal needs to be specific, needs to be measurable, needs to be achievable, needs to be relevant, or needs to be time-bound. This is a wonderful formula. This covers the kind of structure that a, a proper goal should have. And like this formula, there are hundreds more. There are OKRs, which means um, objective and key results. There are so many formulas that you can you can apply. But there is a nuance part of this formula that is lacking, which is the action plan. What do I mean? What about the action plan? Okay, now that I have a goal, now that I know that this is a proper goal and I set the goal properly, how do I actually go about trying to achieve this goal? This is something that was the question that I tried to solve for myself. And I said, okay, I know how to write a goal. I know how to, to structure it. And don't get me wrong, even very experienced professional, they sometimes they fell short on this point. When I was managing my team in, in my work, this was a requirement from the company. So they said, okay, you need to have all your reports to write down three smart goals. And they did because it was part of their 360 of, the, of their measuring system. But then not necessarily we structured the, the actual way to, to achieve that goal. So my job as a manager was trying to break that down and try to ask my reports to say, okay, then how are you going to achieve um, the the goal that you set for yourself. And this was the most challenging part. The writing part of the goal was not the challenging one. So let's try to break it down first. 
and this took me a little bit to to realize this structure let's say what's a goal okay a goal is an objective is something that we want to achieve right but how do we achieve that we achieve that goal through projects so what is a project a project is a series of activities or tasks that we need to perform to achieve a desired result i define a project as anything that takes more than three tasks to to achieve is a small project <laughs> i try to to trick myself into thinking okay this is a small project so that i can categorize it and put it in in the project box the next part is what are projects projects are a sequence of tasks that we need to achieve to achieve a specific result so okay so goals are made of projects projects are made of tasks but what are tasks made of tasks are made of actions therefore this is what i would like to focus on what are those actions that i need to take so that i can perform my tasks so that i can achieve and so that i can complete my project and therefore so that i can achieve my goal i i always use this food analogy with my students uh you know the old saying you can't uh, make an omelet without breaking the eggs in in that sense what i what i discuss about is so imagine the goal is the omelet right so you can imagine you can envision how you want this omelet to be uh fluffy salty sweet you know uh, running or whatever and uh, the projects what are the projects so the projects are the uh the recipe the recipe is the project no the the sequence of steps that you need to take to achieve the omelet the tasks are the ingredients so the eggs the the ham the cheese the whatever the the tomatoes or however you like your omelet <laughs> the mushrooms or whatever and the actions are actually the processing so you know the process of these ingredients therefore if i want to achieve if i want to make an omelet and i don't have eggs at home probably the first action that i need to take is go out and buy some eggs and then once i have all my ingredients i can process these ingredients these are my tasks and I, if i follow the recipe so i follow the sequence of things that i need to do beat the eggs and then put the cheese and then put the eggs on the on the pan and then on the stove and then after stove etc etc then i will achieve the goal of making my perfect omelet so this is a small example and already we are starting to understand where it, this is going right so the how do we formalize this how do we bring this back to goals so there are three types of goals and this is where many people don't go through the process of going in depth and in the understanding of of this process when i said you know the formula lacks nuances this is exactly it the most common goals they are what we call outcome goals then we have performance goals and then we have process goals do you remember in the in the previous episode when we were talking about resilience one of the point of focus was 
set process goals. So, why these process goals are so important? Okay, let's start with the outcome goal. What's an outcome goal? An outcome goal is exactly what we discussed before, is the high level, is the uh, is the, the the envisioning of something that we want to achieve. So we focus on the outcome of this this desire that we have. Now, the good part of the outcome goals is that they are highly motivating because we can envision our beautiful <laughs> omelette, for example, or you know, in this small example, I say. We want to win a gold medal, or in my case, I wanted to write a bestseller. So these are all outcome goals. The problem with, or, or the downside of outcome goals, beside the fact that they are highly motivating, is the fact that not always these um, goals are under our control. Because as I said, if you want to win a gold medal, there are other people uh, competing with you. If you want to write a bestseller, there are many people writing books, so you need to compete with them. So not necessarily the fact of that, that I can achieve this goal is, is under my control. The problem is that we often focus only on these kind of goals. We set these kind of goals and then we stop there and then we try to achieve them and we fail. There is one part missing. There is another kind of goal, the second part of, of this kind of goals. And all three of these goals, they, they contribute to, to one another, right? And this is the part that I had to learn and I didn't figure it out until I really put myself down to study the, the subject. Performance goals are the building blocks of an outcome goal. The performance goals are those specific measures of performance that we need to achieve so that we can you know, achieve our outcome goal. For example, we said, I want to win a gold medal. Let's say you need to do a marathon or something. You say, okay, I'm going to run 5Ks in 18 minutes. Or for me, I knew that if I wanted to finish the book in in a certain amount of time, I needed to write 500 words a day. These are performance goals. Performance goals are great. Like I said, they are the building blocks of, of outcome goals. The downside of performance goals is that sometimes they could lead to frustration. Why? Because we set the performance, we don't achieve that specific performance. So that particular day for me, let's say I don't write 500 words, I only write 250 or or the 500 words that I wrote I'm not happy with, uh, this leads to frustration. If this process leads to frustration, what happens? We tend to quit. So we don't achieve our performance. We say, ah, oh, damn it, I can't, I can't really do this. And then we give up altogether on our goal. On the other side, performance goals really help us to measure the progress of our uh, endeavor. So performance goals are an essential part of our process of, of achieving this kind of goals. And last but not least, definitely, is process goals. Process goals in contraposition of outcome goals, they are totally under our control. 
and they set specific boundaries. I put it as a downside, but in reality is not necessarily a, a downside. So what are these process goals? These process goals are those goals that we set as a process, which means what are the habits, the day-to-day actions that we need to take to achieve certain performance and therefore to achieve our outcome goal. This is starting to make sense. So <laughs> if we try to focus on, on, on this kind of goals, process goals, what happens? If I set my process goal, this is another example of training four times a week to achieve my gold medal, which means if I train four times a week, therefore um, I will at one point achieve my running uh, 5K in 18 minutes that that then will lead, as I, as I build my performance, that will lead me to my outcome goal. Most of the time we approach goals from a top-down perspective. I have my outcome vision, then I define my performance, and then I define my process. I prefer to use a bottom-up approach. Why? Because if I define my process, then I can elevate my performance little by little, and then I can achieve my outcome goal. Or better, usually when I peak my performance is when I achieved my outcome goal. I want to spend one minute in giving you this small example. When I set myself to the idea of writing a bestseller, first the first part was I needed to write the book. And I, I couldn't write the book. I, I, I set the goal for three years in a row and I didn't manage to actually achieve it. Only when I started saying, and I went through the process, then I said, okay, I'm going to write 500 words per day. And then I sat down and I couldn't write, et cetera, et cetera. Only when I started shifting my mindset and saying, okay, I'm going to write one hour a day or better. I'm going to dedicate one hour every day to the book, to the writing. So the first week I sat down, I didn't write a word. I started doing lists of things and hierarchies and chapters breakdown, et cetera, et cetera. And then... The next week I started writing and I started writing, you know, 250 words and then 300 words and then 500 words. And then I started to overcome my, my blocks, let's say, when I was able to set up a routine, an active habit that allowed me to then write a thousand words per day. And once I did that, I, I actually noticed that I finished the book. And once I finished the book, the, the, you know, the job was not done because then I had to edit and I had to put it on, in my case, on Amazon and then work towards the marketing of the book. So I dedicated the same process, same one hour a day to that specific task that allowed me to dedicate the time to, for example, to promote the book on Amazon and then I reached for a brief one week, <laughs> the bestseller status. So I, I really hope you enjoyed this, this podcast. As always, I'm super interested in, in knowing how are you setting goals, what's your process, 
This is GLC Live. I'm Gianluca Cinque Palmi. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, or wherever you listen to the podcast. For references and links, please visit GLC Live and DM me for or email me for a free call setting template. And I'll see you soon.